Welcome back, it's Maxine Luthia, your spiritual astrologer, teaching you how to use astrology in a more empowering and soul-centered way. So I'm so happy you're here. We're going to dive into the astrology of January 2024. And I'll break down what are the key transits that you want to be mindful of, how can you work with that, what to avoid, what opportunities do you not want to miss out on, and really just helping you to use this as your roadmap to the astrology of January 2024. What transits in the month ahead, the first month of the new year, do you really want to keep front of mind? Because I really want to make sure this is practical and really applicable to you so you know and have the tools going into the month of what, again, to be mindful of for the astrology of 2024 January. <laughs> Said that a little weird, but you know what I'm talking about. And I have a very exciting announcement for you. This month, the Doors to Spiritual Astrology School finally reopened. That is my four month long intensive one-stop shop program to read astrology charts in a really empowering, impactful, and soul-centered way. So you learn how to read birth charts, transit charts, and more, and really blend everything together. If you're getting stuck on that, this is the course for you. And you get over 30 hours of pre-recorded lessons to kind of go at your own pace. So even if it takes more than the four months, that's okay. But you get those four months with those lives with me, with this beautiful group of incredibly heart-centered souls. And it is incredible. I'm so passionate about it, you can probably tell. But it really is such a beautiful way to learn a astrology and to really make 2024 the year that you put it all together, that you can see the story of the chart jumping out at you and you can really become fluent in astrology and the skill and see where that takes you. So I'm very excited to share that with you. If you're interested, you can go to MaxineLuthia.com. Make sure you sign up for the waitlist again so you don't miss out on that early bird discount. But midway through January, you'll hear more from me about that and we start February 1st. So any questions, reach out to me on Instagram too, or you know, you can see the show notes for testimonials and all the topics we cover. It is incredibly comprehensive. <laughs> Let's now get into the key astrology dates of January 2024, those key transits you need to know this month. And I'll give you a rundown first of the key dates, and then I'll draw out what do each of those mean for you? What is the energy of the month ahead? So first up, we have Capricorn season. That actually began back on December 21st, 22nd, depending on your time zone with all of this. And then it ends on January 20th, where we shift into Aquarius season. And on January 2nd, Mercury retrograde ends. That actually began back on December 13th. So we're closing that off. And then on January 4th, we have Mars moving into Capricorn. The 11th, we have the new moon in Capricorn. Lots of Capricorn energy this month. And on the 14th, Mercury moves into Capricorn. The 20th, again, that's Aquarius season. The 21st, Pluto moves into Aquarius. Really important. We'll touch on that, perhaps in a whole nother episode as well. And then we have on January 23rd, Venus also moving into Capricorn. At that point, we have... Uh, Venus and Mercury and Mars all in Capricorn the rest of the month. And then on the 25th, we have that full moon in Leo, so we'll touch on that. And the 27th, we have Uranus 
stationing direct. And at that point, all outer planets will actually be stationed direct. They're not retrograde, that means all the way until May 2nd. So really key, we'll talk about that at the end as well and what that means for you. So starting out this Capricorn energy this month is so strong. So understanding that influence is so crucial and making sure that you are really moving through the month with your priorities in check. So Capricorn season and again, all the new moon in Capricorn on the 11th, all of these Mercury, Venus and Mars all shifting into Capricorn, talking about this more holistically here, allowing yourself to really set your sights on the future goal and the long-term plan. So you may kind of realize where you may have been being too, too short-sighted and you need to allow yourself to expand into what do you want not only tomorrow, but a year from now, 10 years from now. That is the energy of Capricorn season and all these transits here this month, this shift into really allowing yourself to to coalesce, what are, what are your goals? To kind of crystallize that structure for yourself. It allows you to be true to yourself, to say, hey, realistically, pragmatically, there needs to be a change here. You need to create better structures so you can have that chance to succeed even. So if you have a New Year's resolution, goal, intention, anything that you feel like you've wanted, but you haven't allowed yourself to really ground that, to allow that to flourish and have a chance to be set up for success. This is the month, especially on not the new year, but on January 11th, that new moon in Capricorn. It's such a powerful time to really feel that you are allowing yourself to have that fresh start, allowing yourself to really know what it is you want. You've thought about this during the Mercury retrograde, and now you're allowing yourself to say, okay, I know what I want. I know what I need to get there. There might be this sense of really that clarity that perhaps you didn't have before, or perhaps you weren't dreaming big enough before, or perhaps you need to be more realistic about how you're going to get there. That's also very true to this Capricorn, again, very practical, grounded, earthy energy. And there's also a sense with this Capricorn season and all these transits through Capricorn where you're feeling that switch to really wanting to take on more responsibility, be the authority of your own life, feeling more, more mature. Like how would you act if you, how, how can you act more so out of your wisdom, your hard earned wisdom this month? It's really important with this energy that you allow yourself to still hold the vision coming out of Sagittarius season, holding that optimism, but balancing that out with seeing realistically what structures do you need to put in place? What daily routine do you need? What do you need to stop doing? What is a bad habit that you might want to quit? And this is actually, it's so beautiful because coming out of New Year's, a lot of people do set New Year's resolutions at this time. And that's not necessarily, I mean, actually the astrology of during Capricorn season every year on January 1st, it is a time to think more long-term about what do you want to change and realistically how you're gonna get there. The thing to keep in mind though is that new moons are really, I always say that new moons are January 1st. You have those every about every month, every 30 days like clockwork, we have the opportunity to start fresh in the form of a new moon. So on 111, January 11th, that is going to be a time where you can allow yourself to step into this change 
that you want to make to allow yourself to be realistic about it not just oh i have this idea but really get specific get concrete put a time in there when do you want to accomplish this by what will you do what does that look like in your day to day what do you need to cut out or eliminate from your life what uh, to get you there it's really being very kind of the unfun the unsexy part <laughs> of setting a goal that discipline that's needed that is what capricorn season ruled by saturn the planet of structure that is what it's helping you with this month so really get get curious and maybe reflect journal on this what changes do you want to make what do you want to see going into the new year and beyond with this energy and that new moon on January 11th is actually loosely conjunct Pluto. And this will be the last time that we have this new moon in Capricorn where Pluto is also co-present in that sign. Pluto actually, if you didn't know, began its transit through Capricorn back in 2008. And it's shifting this year fully into Aquarius until 2043. So this is a really big time to allow yourself to see what new structures do you need. It's such a powerful time for this deep transformation that we get with Pluto. This deep need to allow yourself to really step into your power, to, to really let go of self-doubt and to step into this new chapter in bigger and bolder ways. So that might be a big theme that you're feeling throughout this month and really this whole year. Also, the, this new moon, the ruling planet is Saturn, and that is so key in understanding its relationship with being sextile Mars and Capricorn at this point and also sextiling Jupiter and Taurus. It's really allowing you to let yourself again, create these structures and these plans more long-term with greater ease, greater harmony. So there might be a sense that you may have felt, especially again with that Mercury retrograde, things have just felt that you couldn't push forward and your tires have just been going, turning in mud. And now that's kind of the oomph <laughs> that you need to get out of that and to allow yourself to, to really, again, have that seed of a new beginning take root. So creating those structures is so important. I'm just gonna say that one more time. <laughs> and then on January 20th, we have the shift into Aquarius season. And this lasts until February 19th, actually. So I'll touch more in depth about this on February's astrology episode of the transits then. But really this shift at the end of the month allows you to feel more, more expansive in perhaps those goals that you've been setting, those new moon intentions or new year intentions, wanting to now share that with others in some way. But in some way, you will want to open up more to others' ideas and input, perhaps feeling that you're not as weighed down with the judgments that you fear from others and you're wanting to share that more openly. It's almost as if at the start of the month, you're in this cave in a way, you're really allowing yourself to go within and then you're expressing out to the world with the start of Aquarius season, with Pluto shifting into Aquarius too the next day, you're letting yourself be seen in your power. So allowing yourself to be more 
understanding of that need to go within, that need to recenter at the start of the month to get your priorities in check. And then toward the end of the month, that's really the push out to now share that. Maybe even you've created some goal where at that point you're ready to, I don't know, you know, maybe if you're wanting to work out more and at the start of the month, you just start some goal in your home and then you're ready to go to the gym. I don't even go to the gym, so I don't know why I gave that example, but that's what I'm seeing. So it's like you're building up the confidence to be seen in some way. Maybe you're wanting to share more on social media and at the end of the month, you're finally putting your face out there more. You're showing up in more in a more authentic way to you. Or you're finally sharing with your family or your partner, someone like, this is who you are. This is what your goal is. And allowing others, people to support you or not. It's really in that point where you may really just feel an extra dose of needing to be more confident in yourself, really needing to own those decisions and wanting to shine that out into the world, wanting to really let yourself have a rebirth of some kind. Now, some of us, again, depends on your chart. Some of you might really be feeling this, but um, there's, there's different levels to it. And so allowing yourself to really see what that looks like for you, but toward the end of the month, it's really, as I see it, a ramp up with your goals of feeling like now you feel even more open to expressing that outwardly. And also just so poetically, Mercury retrogrades post shadow period actually ends that same day, January 21st. So we're getting this shift of Pluto into Aquarius. And at the same time, it's that powerful transit making its way into this new sign for the next two-ish decades, you know, I mean, it has one more hit of Capricorn, September to November, but we're shifting into this new timeline at the same time that Mercury retrograde, that kind of fog you may have been in since 2023 mid-December it's now lifting as you're now stepping more into who you have become and really owning that wisdom that you've gained so again certain people will reflect this more you'll feel that more intensely um, than others it just depends on your specific birth chart but in some way big or small we're experiencing even collectively this shift of pluto into aquarius of wanting to transform in a more progressive way wanting to really come together in this shared sisterhood brotherhood of really allowing ourselves to change the frequency of the planet to come together more and to allow ourselves to really have that shift in mentality of seeing that we are all one, that we're all interconnected. And there's a lot more to be said about that, but really you might start to pick up on that theme in the collective and also within yourself, maybe asking how you can be the change, how you can personally, it's, it sounds so overused, but really how can you be the change that you wish to see in the world? So there's even that part of it, like maybe you have this goal, but how does that track onto how you can be there better for your family, how you can be a better partner, how you can be a better friend, and seeing that ripple effect, because it really does ripple out. And that's how we change the world individually. We, it's, it's even as above, so below, it's this ripple effect of who you are that has an impact into the outer larger world. So, a conversation for another day. Again, let me know if you want more on that. 
but um, but yeah, that's important. <laughs> but understanding that at the 20th, 21st of the month, you'll experience the shift in some way, big or small, of wanting to really come out of that cave, coming out of your shell in some way and allowing yourself to be seen and not judging yourself so much, just really deepening into that sense of self-acceptance and allowing yourself to be authentically you. And I've talked a lot about Capricorn energy already, so I won't get too deep into that, but I do want to say that on the 4th, we had Mars shifting into Capricorn, which really, again, propels you forward. It gives you that momentum, that ambition with your goals. And then also when it comes to Venus moving into Capricorn on the 23rd, and Mercury is already there too mid-month, we have this, again, shift into being more serious, more disciplined, more committed. And with Venus as well on these personal planets, it also shows up in relationships. So there may be a sense that you're thinking more long-term, you're being a bit more practical in how you're viewing a certain challenge or conflict coming up in a relationship where you need to take more personal responsibility, perhaps even for what it is you want going forward and being more true to yourself that way and seeing things in that kind of more matter-of-fact energy. And then at the end of the month, on January 25th, we have that beautiful full moon in Leo. And that is a great time to pause and reflect on whatever New Year's goals you've set or resolutions, but also even new moon intentions you've put in place, whatever you've wanted for yourself at the start of the month or even mid-month. How have you been working and progressing forward toward that in ways that you want to celebrate? You know, that might look like a big win, but more likely it's those little wins. And allowing yourself at that time to reflect and recognize the ways in which you have been true to your goals, but also to yourself where you can really acknowledge the positive step fo steps forward that you've been taking without getting so bogged down and oh it didn't you didn't do it perfect or you missed a day or whatever you know the human ego part of yourself is trying to bash yourself for recognizing that you are trying your best that you have made some progress. And even if that progress at that month, maybe you're recognizing you haven't done as much as you had wanted to, or you haven't been true to that goal, that's your opportunity at that full moon to illuminate that, the full moon showing you, being very objective in the ways that perhaps you haven't been living up to that goal or that intention or who you know yourself to be capable of being, and reflect on the ways that, okay, going forward, what do you need to shift Perhaps there's really a, a block there. Maybe you don't know if you're worthy of it. Maybe there's a limiting belief. Maybe there's you know that inner critic telling you you can't. And this is a time to believe in yourself. We also have the square of the full moon to Jupiter and Taurus at this time. And so allowing yourself to see the ways in which you haven't been aligning your goal with your beliefs. And you need to allow yourself to get on board with that and really trust yourself to take some leap of faith perhaps in some way. So that way you can get where you want to be. So there might be a way in which you're kind of working against yourself that you see at this full moon where you need to let yourself do something different and follow through with your goals. And really, again, recognizing the ways in which that you're doing well, but also seeing, okay, what else? How can you get even closer to your ideal in that way?
And last thing on that full moon is it's really a beautiful time to make sure that you are letting yourself have a little bit of fun, allowing yourself to celebrate life in some way. Now that can look however you want that to, but it really is important with also the energies at play this month that you're not closing yourself off. And Leo rules the heart. So there's a sense there with that full moon where you really need to let yourself see the ways in which you've been blocking yourself from living from the heart, from that place of love. Then on the 27th, we have Uranus, the Great Awakener, stationing direct. And simply put, that's just an opportunity. Even this blends into the full moon and the days around the 27th, end of the month, where you might be recognizing that there's some missing switch that you're finally seeing. There's some insight, some download that you get where you see a switch that you need to just flip on. And it might be that last kind of piece where you're finally moving in the direction that you want to then. So that really is helpful and actually all outer planets from then on to May 2nd are stationed direct. So no retrogrades of outer planets for the next few months. And that is a really helpful energy too, just to feel like you're moving in that for, you have that forward momentum really for the next few months. So I really encourage you at the end of the month to sit with that energy, that full moon, to see what, what insights come up for you. Of course, if you wanna join my monthly moon membership, that might also serve you in some way that way, but a really great time to connect with your intuition. So that's the astrology, the key transits of January, 2024. And I really recommend that you pause to reflect on which ones, which transits really jumped out at you, which ones were speaking almost to you and make sure you do mark those in your calendar and take time to pause to reflect on going into the month or wherever you're at listening to this, where do you wanna be intentional moving forward? How can you use this, you're listening to this episode and how can you allow yourself to pause and to center and to be intentional going forward to see how what you want, what your soul is calling you towards, maybe your New Year's goals, your intentions, how, can, how does that map onto these energy shifts? How are you being supported and guided this month? And as a reminder, the doors to spiritual astrology school do open mid-January, midway through this month. So if you want to join the spring semester, you'll have two weeks to enroll. And then we start February 1st for that four-month journey into learning how to read astrology charts in a really impactful, empowering way. So I could share so much about it, but check out MaxineLuthia.com so you can learn all about what's included there, what you get, what you will discover throughout that course. And yeah, if you have questions, that gives you time to really feel into it, to reach out on Instagram, send me an email and feel out if it's a good fit for you at this time. But yeah, I only launch that twice a year, so really make sure that you are checking that out so you don't miss out if that is something that your soul is being called to. I'll leave it at that, but thank you so much for listening to the end of this episode for learning astrology with me. I hope you got a lot out of it and again, can just feel going into January 2024, really grounded knowing the astrology that is supporting and guiding you. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.